0: more on halo talks nyc san diego on location and i am with a new friend of mine by way of new jersey to san diego straight to my abs sean Gagnon, president of the abs company welcome to the show thank you for having me excited to be here ursa san diego so what number ursa is this for you how long you've been in the industry
1: i've been in the industry since the mid 90s this is our 13th ursa though 13 consecutive impressive so um, I think probably most of the people on this uh, in this uh, audience,
0: on this podcast, are going to know the name Ab Roller. Yep. They're going to probably have had that product that they've used at some point in their life, where they've seen enough infomercials to say, "I should have bought that," and I just didn't have the motivation to actually do it, or I got it, I did it, I use it. It's probably in my house somewhere, and every once in a while, I'm going to go pop that out, or or I'm a, I'm an avid user, you know, and they just kind of stay with it. So. Talk about you know how you came up with the invention with a couple partners, how the journey and the trip is, has been, and any kind of you know episodic stories you could share as you know nuggets of wisdom here.
1: Sure, and sure. Uh, go from there. So the ab roller was uh, invented by a guy by the name of Don Brown. And that was in the mid nineties. And at that time I was just coming out of school and I was working, he also owned some health clubs and I was working in his clubs as a trainer. And so I got a kind of behind the scenes look at that entire thing and watched it go down, watched him get copied by over 28 companies, watched him, you know, spend $12 million legal fees, but watch that product go on to sell over a billion dollars in revenue. So worldwide. And so to anyone in the audience who has one, I'm sure he thanks you. And if you don't have one, they're still for sale. So that's cool. (laughs) But the great thing about that, the success of that product was a lot of inventors started to come to us with ideas for new items, right?
0: Because you you became like a channel, like a tastemaker. You know, really Don was because he
1: was the guy who had this idea and actually monetized it, right? Everybody has an idea, but they they don't know what to do with them, right? Or they don't have the guts or any number of things, right? So the next product that came to us was an idea for an ab product that worked from the bottom up. Everything at the time was a crunch, right? You would bring your, your shoulders toward your knees as opposed to the vice versa. Yeah I've, done, yeah, I've done a couple. Yeah, and there mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> so the, this idea, this guy came to us and he said, hey, if, if there was an ab product that worked from the bottom up, that would be unique and revolutionary, yeah. right? So when he first brought it to us, it was a straight track. So you'd pull your knees up a straight track. <laughs> and I looked at him like, oh, it's kind of cool, but it seems I've been done as well. You know, it was a very right. famous product called Total Gym out there, still the yeah, number sure. one commercial product of the Chuck Norris, man. That is, guy man. never ages. He like, does not. He's like 105. <laughs> he selling like, And still would whoop our tails. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, so I kind of pushed it aside, you know, went back to what I was doing. And about a year later, Don called me and said, hey, I figured that thing out. I'm like, what thing? He goes, remember that ab thing? I said, yeah. He goes, you got to curve the track. I'm like, holy cow. Nah. So that was it. That's where it started. And we went, you know, we worked on it for a little bit. And then 2007, we showed up in San Francisco, Ursa, Two handmade prototypes, put it on the floor, and away, right? away we went. Where were we at? No, the ab coaster is uh, you kneel and you pull your knees up the track. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Yep. Okay. So that was here it. You know, it was really one. revolutionary because, um, you know, it was the first time that somebody was moving in that direction as opposed to the top down. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, the, the magic of that product, too, was that the seat swiveled so you could do your obliques in it, which is a very I difficult remember. movement. I yep. remember.
0: So, were, were the people that were on the commercials, did they actually do that beforehand or... or um... You, you were doing like workout videos and and uh and also like instructional as part of like the infomercials
1: yeah so we did we launched commercially right to the health clubs here, and then simultaneously we launched the infomercial for it and the God. way that, that the way that, that works is you get a a focus group, you put them together you put them through a, a workout routine on it, and you get real before and after, so it's legit yeah, I feel like somewhere over the last like ten years people forgot that people go to the gym to get results, yeah,
0: and they created like all this other crazy entertainment and yep. um that's why people go here. They're not going here because, you know, they just like the music and they're trying to get a tootsie roll.
1: You yeah. Know? Yeah. Look, they go, they go for what we say, the perceived results, right? They, they know that I need to be doing that. Yeah, I need to like be getting help. me hope
0: and, uh, and, and, and opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, the abs infomercial business was about selling that dream. You sure, know? we sure. gave you everything you needed, cardio plan, meal plan, and a piece of exercise equipment. Now it's on you.
0: So you know, first, before we actually go into like the details of, of the company and, and how it's evolved, educate people on back, you know, go back, you know, 13, 14 years ago and say like, okay, what's the minimum purchase that, that either Don or, or you or your investors had to make in order to say, look, even for me to like get a shot at creating a big company here, I got to go put down like a million bucks or 2 million bucks worth of the inventory just because that, that game has not changed. Like those, uh, you know, Asian suppliers or, mm-hmm. or any supplier for that matter yep. is not taking equity w- risk right. on your sales. Yep. They, they're like, look, I make a product for you, I get paid. Like, I'm yeah. not, I don't care when you get paid. That's not my problem. Right. That's so right. So, like, when you maybe, you know, currently and then also in this original product, you know, how did you kind of boot, how did the company bootstrap their way through or did you get a commercial? You know, a yeah, loan. Never, where never, we never had, had an had investor.
1: Never, never did that. Never took on outside funds. The, the beauty of it, what we learned through the whole infomercial process, was the value of the test, right? So when we came to that first URSA in 2007, we had two handmade prototypes. That's it. We had no inventory. Didn't yeah. matter, right? Because if nobody cared, who cares? So we put them out there, and then when we saw that there was a great response, then you go up. You, you know, we had to put a little what, money you have, out like, of our purchase own pockets. purchase
0: orders, or just had like enough like trust your. We had enough Trust people say, I'll, I'll take it, right? I'll take it. Yeah, earlier. I'll take so, it. And then, you know. Like a verbal
1: purchase order. Yeah, so we, and then we said, hey, let's launch that infomercial. And that's capital intensive to do yeah, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. But again, it's capital intensive to, to get the production, but you don't do the inventory until you get a positive test result. Right, then right, right. you go in on the inventory. Right, well, how, how deep do you go into an inventory on something like that? Because
0: I'm just dealing with something right now where, like, all right, you got to buy 100,000 units. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, purchase on something that that one of our clients is doing and another one's like a million dollars. They're trying to figure out how to get a line of credit you know, I just valued my company at like 5 million. Do I go and sell another million dollars of my company and sell 16% Yeah.
1: of yeah, the business yeah, yeah. to fund inventory? So how did you guys do it? and How do you do it now? Yeah. So back in those days, you know, after the positive test of the result, you know, result of that infomercial test, you can buy, you know, container quantities, about 400 units. So we'd bring in a couple of containers worth, you know, you put less than a hundred thousand dollars. You can be in just that keep game, turning that. right. Just keep turning that. And then mm-hmm. ultimately you have to ramp that up because the biggest spend in that, in that game is the media spend, sure, you know, you got to sure. get that return on media, but there's, you know, there's media finance and there's all sorts of other aspects for that. What too. were you
0: doing? Um, were you, were you um, on the media side? Like some people say, you know, um, if I'm doing something on cable or I'm doing something on direct response, like basically I have an open budget. Right. So as long as you're turning this at this, you know, at 3x or 4x, you know, yeah. I want my advertising cost to be, you, you know. know, $20. You know whatever the right number is per yep. unit. Yeah. So how did, how did what, what
1: part were you involved with
0: and yeah? So what, what so have you in, become an expert in besides everything <laughs> that you are know, related to your business as every entrepreneur
1: in the in the infomercial side? You know we always looked at if you got that one to one. If I return my money on my advertising, it's free, right? It's free advertising to get that. The whole the whole goal of the the infomercial game is to drive the products into retail. Right? Because for every one sold on infomercial, you can sell up to 10 at retail. Is that like uh, a scene on TV? Like that kind of yeah, like? Yeah, Walmart, Sears, Target. Yeah. You know, that game has definitely changed out But still, the majority of the people want to touch and feel things. Right? Okay. They're not just going to buy it off the TV. Well, I
0: mean, what percentage of your current business is going through direct from the internet versus actually going into you know, traditional retail.
1: So we do not in traditional retail now, you know, so this is all direct that to the consumer direct. from, from the consumer side of this. Right. It's all direct to the consumer, but there's no more infomercials anymore either. It's Facebook, right? It's yeah. Facebook, it's Instagram, which is great because for the cost of doing one infomercial, I do a hundred Facebook ads, yeah, you know, a sure, thousand sure. Facebook ads. So right. it's, and I have direct access to every, to the exact people I want to reach as opposed to hoping. Do you feel like, um, you
0: know, just as an aside on the, on the media when you when you develop an infomercial, you develop a commercial. Like the amount of, um, you know, fine tuning and you know, you like level of perfection. Yeah. Versus saying like, hey, look, we're gonna kind of riff like a three minute, you know, video. It's gonna live on the web mm-hmm. for like a couple of days, maybe a couple of hours, maybe a couple of weeks, whatever it is. How how do you think about like what you want the brand to represent and like your level of, you know, attention to detail and perfection. Yeah. Versus like. All right, look, I'm, pop, I'm popping this up. We can always take it down. Yep. Okay, let's just test it. Yep. Not, I'm not paying 50 grand for a shoot. Right. You know, like, let's have, like, real people doing real things and see if that sells real results. Yeah, no, absolutely. Products. So how do you guys
1: think about that? Absolutely. You know, when you're on TV, production value matters much more. Yeah, right. right. It's what, it's so right. now in, in this world, yeah, I think people like organic, right? They like it, natural it, it things. It looks like it's authentic. It looks yeah. real, yeah, yeah even authentic. if you mess up a little bit. No big right. deal, right? right. That's right. real life. So That's why we're doing do this it. podcast. That's you right. I mess up all the time. We're it's
0: going on as yeah. So, to talk us. So, so the company um, does a test, which we encourage everyone to do. Absolutely. Don't go and buy a hundred thousand pieces of equipment, and then uh, you know, trust your gut. I mean, yep. it, it's free to talk to people. Yep. Um, second thing is, you know, you go and you get this purchase order. You know, verbal purchase orders. You go and get enough of of, uh, of an inventory to basically say, okay, I'm going to start the sales yep. cycle. Yep. Uh, you know, an in inventory management. And then what happened after that and how, you know, when the name changed and, and how you took over the business and so yeah. on and so forth?
1: Yeah, so, so in 07, right, we, we launched that Abcoaster and then for the next two years, that was the product, right? 07, 08, 09, Abcoaster was it. And it really started to gain some traction. We started to build a Rolodex of great companies in this industry that, you know, a beginning company with only one product would be tough to handle, but it spoke to the innovation, right? Sure. So the great thing was then we started to, we realized that there was a need for ab-centric products in the clubs. Right. Because it was the one area of the club that was more of what I would call flea market approach. You, If you looked at a line of cardio treadmills, you didn't have four different manufacturers of treadmill in one line. You generally right. picked one, you went with it. But in the ab area, that didn't exist. So we said, hey, what if we could create that and say, we'll give you three, four, five, six different ab products and put them in because it's a hot area of the club. And so we took a we took a shot on that,
0: right? I mean, if you could get everyone just to get their, their abs in like somewhat reasonable, like not a 12-pack, that has like a box around it. Kinda, yep. I'm, at, I'm at like an eight pack, basically, in right. like a cool. cardboard box. Yep. You can't see the eight pack; it's underneath. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, if people went into the to the gym and they saw that kind of results on their on their waistline, yep. people would never leave the gym. So it's almost like, okay, you give me six, you're gonna give me uh, you know a six uh, you know ab products and a hundred treadmills. If I if I had, if I flipped that around and everyone just did twenty minutes of ab workouts. You'd have like everyone would have their shirt off. Like the place would be crushing it. No.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the reality is that people equate having flat abs with being fit just how it is, right? You see someone else. Oh, I do. I like, think right? that way. They're fit, right? Men, women, everywhere. So it's something that people aspire to. Yeah. We all know in this business that it's not just doing ab work that's going to get you there. You have to do everything else. The, the cardio, the nutrition, all those things. But sure, what the right. ab products give you is a place that every member can win. And that's the big problem that the health clubs face today. People walk in, they're intimidated. They're scared. Sure, Me sure. and you might walk into a gym like, holy crap, this is awesome. We might go together and just crush it Yeah, we together. might just do I mean, it. People might
0: actually leave. They may I mean, be intimidated by us. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but we'll get some tank tops, maybe go over there at the launch,
1: <laughs> hang out for like two hours. That's right. We're in San Diego. Do we can ab, do that. Do some ab workouts. <laughs> what are you doing today? Only abs. Just abs. Maybe Straight abs. Maybe dude. some calves. Yeah. <laughs> abs and calves. Uh, abs, abs and calves. I like that. So um, what it is, it gives those people a chance where, hey, everybody can win here. If sure. you're winning in the club, you're going to come back. I I, I hear. And, and you feel like the
0: results that you feel in your abs is better than Absolutely. anything else. So yep. I'm with you on that. Okay. So, so the company goes direct response. You got the, you know, every, every, every consumer knows what this product is. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the clubs to say, okay, look, I'm going to put this inside. And then you had the ability to, to do the the more traditional retail back in the day. Yeah. Um, what happened with your partners, you know, and and what's, you know, what's the evolution of the company, you know, maybe give us some words of wisdom on how you dealt with partnerships, how, you know, those are kind of like marriages and they, They ebb and flow and you got to, they take work. And, you know, at some point I just sold a bit, you know, sold part of a business with a buddy of mine who's a very close friend of mine. I just, I I wasn't passionate about it anymore. And I felt like it was wasn't dead money, but it was, I, I had no access to it. I couldn't borrow against it. Like I wanted to do something else. Right. So how did, how did your partnership evolve and, you know, state whatever you want to state? And if, you want us to bleep things out? You know, I'll try and <laughs> buy something that does that or try and get a better audio guy.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I've been the two guys, joke, Don and Dave, we are together for 20 years. You know, we worked together and they were really, you know, they were much further along in business than I was when I was starting. So, yeah, we were like mentors to me. I really learned a lot. But it got to the point where, you know, everybody started to have different interests, like you yeah. said, you know, and we just said, look, let's let's it's time now. You know, yeah. when I started, I was 25 years old, 20 years later, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm ready to do this on my own, take right. my shot. So they were cool. They had other things that they were interested in doing. We said, hey, let's do it. I'll pay you or, or you pay me either way. Uh-huh. I paid them. And, and here we are. How important. Uh, it sounds like it was a great partnership. Great. Still is.
0: How important was the um, was the documentation and like the operating agreement and. Um... You know, buy sell provisions, fair market value. If any of that's fresh in your mind. Yeah,
1: no, I don't know what any of that is. But with us, you know, we're New Jersey guys. We stuck out our hand, we shook each other's hands, said, here's our deal. That right? is, that's that's even how, a better agreement. That's how we did it. So, but, but, but,
0: but was it based on like, hey, we had this ownership and, yep. you know, without disclosing too much, let's say it was a third, a third, a third. Yep. Like, okay, we're going to value the company in. 10 million bucks. So you guys, each, everyone's worth 3.3 and I'll buy your 3.3 out over this period of time. And you know, so yeah. that, is
1: that kind of like yeah, exactly how it went right. down? We, we had our percentages and, and, you know, we never really got into valuations and any that until it was time to, to sell it. Sure, Right. Yeah, then we yeah. got the banks in and you know, that, that's where you, you know, you, you, you divide things up, it gets a little dicey at times but sure. we came to an agreement. That's great. You know? That's great. How long ago was that? Uh, we closed June 18th of, of 2018. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. so just this is a new happened. thing for just you now. happened. Yep. All right, so now how do you feel about being a lonely entrepreneur? You want to come to entrepreneurial <laughs> therapy class that we're going to host next month? I love it, man! I love <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, operationally, nothing really changed for me, but mentally, it's just been great. You know, just knowing that everything that I'm doing is 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 all for me and and yeah, so that's on. Great. So it's great. Yep. Uh, how many people are in the company? So we have 15, 15 people in the company. And actually, uh, there's another gentleman. His name's Mike. And he and I are the ones that created the, the Tire Flip 180 product that we had together. Yeah. So when I did the buyout, I said to him, I said, hey, do you want to stay partners on that product or do you want to roll it into the ABS company and take a, to take a little equity in the whole piece? And, mm-hmm. uh, and he went with that. So now he has a, he's a, an equity partner in the business with me as well. And we've been friends for 25 years. So that's been great. And nice. uh, friends first. And then, you know, the business stuff works itself out.
0: Gotcha so you went to university of florida my uh, my my sister alicia moore and mm-hmm. jordan mountainer uh, as my brother-in-law both went to uh, university of florida so we're nice. uh, we've got a big gator contingent there you go my, go uh, gators in, in the family yeah um so you so you got the company you're on you you're basically controlling your own destiny um had some really good partners which is nice to hear
1: yeah
0: um a handshake deal that's kind of what we preach here at the square like if we agree on a deal, and, and we shake on it, and we look at each other in the eye, like the legal document should come back identical to what we just agreed upon. I'm not That's sure true. how things could have changed in the yep. from a red line, you know, yep. from, a, from a conversation to a Word document, it's supposed to be the same thing. Yeah, um, You know, so how do you how do you view your company now, what you're trying to achieve? Obviously, there's a lot of noise in the market. There's a lot of people that come up with new products, yep. a lot of people that come up with new health club opportunities and, and 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 concepts and a lot of them get funded because i think this industry you know if there's a personal trainer and i'm their member and they change my life yep and i lost 50 pounds which i didn't by the way i lost about 15 cool. just tell people thanks um that you know people are more willing to give their trainer money which creates irrational development which yeah. creates irrational companies that mm-hmm. should really just be a product extension of someone else. Yes. And somebody should like make some iteration of the, of the, the ab workout. And they should say, Hey, this isn't a company. This is a product. Let me go call Sean and see if I can get like a couple of points and I'll, you know, license it and be yep. an inventor. Yep. So I think there's a lot of noise related to that. So how do you, what's your, what's your vision? You know, uh, where do you want to take this? I, I love the fact that you're kind of like You know, I'm not not trying to create, you know, another billion dollar company. If it happens, that's awesome. And you might catch, you know, a huge wave. But you got a nice business. It's going to continue to grow. It's going to take care of you and your family, your employees. Yeah. You know, so how do you calibrate? Talk about first, what what do you want to do for the next three to five years, personal and professional? And then how that kind of fits into you know, what your vision, what, what your personal and professional objectives are.
1: Sure. Yeah. was a a long
0: winded way to ask you a question. Yeah. I I got it. I was following along. Cool. The,
1: uh at the end of the day, for me, business is two things. It's innovation and marketing. That's all that it really is. And we pride ourselves on innovation. So when you come you come see us at the show or anywhere else you see us, you're going to see something you haven't seen before. Okay. And, uh, you know, people do exactly what you said. They come up with a product idea and they come to us all the time. We have a great flow of ideas and we're selective. We have to be, right? Sure. We can't be throwing yeah. money at everything, but... If it can fit under our umbrella, we're happy to run with it. But it often gets sticky when people say, hey, you know, you get down to the deal points and people are unrealistic in what they can get for it. And I say, hey, do what I did then. Go out and take your shot, right? You go out there and take your shot. Maybe you make it. Maybe you don't. Who knows, yes. right? But bring it under an umbrella and then you focus on what you do best, creating products. Let us do the heavy lifting for you. Sure. It works. You yeah. know so our, our, our plan over the next two years is to continue to innovate whether they be our own innovations we're launching two more here at the show today okay. uh, one came to us from an inventor one I did myself gotcha. and you uh, know continuing to stay in our lane that's what we do that's great yep. that's great. So, um, you you've been an entrepreneur and, and, and uh, business
0: guy for, you know, 20 plus years. Yep. What's your, uh, you got any good uh, management or executive quotes or <laughs> things you live by or, you know, something cool we should know that might, I might be able to take
1: away here and maybe reuse it, you know, at my leisure? Sure, yeah, I have them. They're called shawnisms. We say them around yeah, the office all the time. I like it. All right, give me some sean My number one, my number one Bring is li- the lion eats first. The lion eats first. The lion eats first. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, I went on a safari yeah. and uh, we're in Africa and uh-huh. I you know, I was observing, it wasn't a hunting safari, an observation safari, yeah. and I saw the lion's feed, right? And yeah. the lion, the king of the jungle, the head of the pride, he ate first. None of his, none none of any of his soldiers. Not the lionesses who actually did the kill. They didn't eat first. The lion ate first, right? Do you know why the lion eats first? Uh, So he can protect everyone after he's finished? Exactly right, because he has to be healthy, he has to be strong, he has to protect the pride. So when I say Uh, that, sometimes people think, oh, you're the lion, Sean. I'm not the lion, I'm not the lion at all. The lion is the business. So every decision that we make has to make sure that business is healthy. Because if the business is not healthy, then I'm not healthy. The team is not healthy. The products aren't healthy. My customers aren't healthy. Wow! So, so the lion eats first. I like it. That's it. Simple philosophy. Give me another one from nature. Uh, SDS. Don't do the SDS. It's the same dumb stuff. Or from New Jersey, you know what that is? We use a different word over there because that's what I dumb see all the time. do shit what daily. So don't do the same dumb shit. Right? Don't People come to events like this. Don't do the same dumb shit. They okay. get motivated. SDS. What? DDSDS. Don't do the don't same. Don't do the same. See, that's complicated. Mine's that. don't do the, yeah, don't do the same dumb shit. Well, i got to make shit. it seem
0: like it's mine.
1: I do to borrow everything. That one. I want to nice. do the
0: first one. Liney's first. I'm going to be like, yeah, my buddy gang and talk about yeah. that.
1: We'll get t-shirts. I mean, nice. that's fine. Yeah. As long as oh, no. they're big
0: and bold. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> so the same dumb shit but is get people that. get motivated for a minute. And then they go back to their desk and within two days they're doing the same dumb shit again, right? And then they're wondering why they didn't get a result. So you learn something new, you got to go with it. If Something's Um, working, stick with it. If it's not working, you got to change it up, right? It's that simple, right? So people say, I
0: mean, and and there's a software company I was involved with Mm -hmm. and um, we're getting all this data back about like, hey, look, people really want to get leads from the internet. They don't want to get fitness nutrition programs. This is like 18 years ago. Yeah. Instead of saying, this is what the market's telling us, my partner, who, who you know, bless his heart, you know, he's he's an artist. Yep. Um, but, you know, he was like, look, it's because these, these products aren't good enough. Like, we got to make these products good. And I'm like, no, there's no demand for it. It doesn't matter how good it is. Like, yep. we're on AOL dial-up. Right. So we don't want to sell
1: membership. They don't want to sell something that they don't even understand how to get there. Yeah, so. you've heard the statement that uh, good is the enemy of great, but it goes the other way, great is the enemy of good too. People think everything's gotta be perfect before you get it out there. Yeah. Like I said, I came to this first source with two handmade prototypes. Let's see if it works, right? right? They were good enough to get there. They're they minimum viable, right? And that's what you have to go to. If you sit there, and, and the other thing I say all the time in the office is TPE means think plan execute right you got to think about things first then you got to have a solid plan but you got to execute and it. people people get stuck along the way some people jump right into execute they screw up they had no plan right. other people just yeah. sit around thinking plan all day they don't do anything
0: yeah right so we're gonna be fast friends right so I, I came someone asked me uh, like 10 years ago like what do you do and i say well uh well i'm a dream architect mm. so people come to me and they say okay I wanna architect this business, this dream. And I'm like, all right, this, this is your dream. Let's get, we gotta architect it. Like like you're building a house, right? Yep, yep. So there's like a plan, there's a path. Like we yep. need a blueprint, cause it's right. not gonna happen. But you come in here and picture me and tell me, you know, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have this $500 million company mm-hmm. and like 250 clubs. I'm like, dude, you have like no clubs right now. Right. Let's get one club.
1: Right. Let's right. make sure
0: that works. Yep. And then we can talk about it. So the architectural design and plan is like one location. You can have that, that plan and put it on your refrigerator, and that's awesome. Yep. But let's like make sure there's a business here. Yep. I feel like people don't validate the business, and they want to grow. Right, and they don't know what they want to like. What do you get if yeah. you grow? Yeah. You think you're gonna make a lot of money? Well it's it's hard work. It's hard work. You better work. like
1: doing it. That's the other thing I say all the time. One of the Seanisms, I say this ain't romper room, right? right? I so I, I grew show, up yeah. then a romper room, everybody got a turn, right? Everybody had a chance. Is was was that fun. part of the uh, Mr. Rogers or is it separate? It was separate show. It was I a think. separate show, yeah. Yeah, God bless him. But the you know, everybody thinks it's fun, it's easy, yeah. everybody gets a shot. You don't, man. You have to get in there and you gotta do the work and you have to prove it. Results right. matter, right? Results matter. And that's part of the planning, that's part of the execution. You build on result. Awesome.
0: Well, uh, we got these calendars. I don't know where they are, but we got a win-loss calendar, so every day you decide nice. if you won or lost. Completely subjective. Love it. So, uh, since we don't have any sponsors on this podcast, somewhat because we haven't asked for any, but we haven't had any, so we're going to say this one's sponsored by the letter W for nice. winning. Nice. Congrats on your success. Thank you. Uh, look forward to uh, to uh, watching the Lion Eat first and to uh, help millions of people get uh, get the uh, results that they want, so thanks for coming on awesome. the show.
1: Great to meet you. Thank you for having me. Awesome, Great buddy. time. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it.